This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. Employers with businesses in Lower Manhattan on 9-11 will soon be required to alert past and present workers that they may have been exposed to harmful toxins from the terror attacks and seek help. It's Monday, July 3rd, and this is your New York Daily News. Governor Hochul is poised to sign the 9-11 Notice Act, which was passed by both chambers of the state legislature in June, sources told the Daily News. If the governor approves the measure, businesses and institutions in Lower Manhattan and North Brooklyn that had people working in the area on 9-11 and the months that followed would be required to notify their employees that they were exposed to cancer-causing toxins and were eligible to enroll in the Federal Victim Compensation Fund and World Trade Center Health Program. An estimated 400,000 people were exposed to ground-zero toxins on 9-11 in the days that followed, including 57,000 residents who lived south of Canal Street and 15,000 students and administrators at Lower Manhattan schools, according to city statistics. Yet there is a disparity between the number of first responders who have enrolled in these programs and survivors, said Assemblyman Nader Sage, who introduced the 9-11 Notice Act in the Assembly. An utter lack of awareness has left survivors oblivious of the help they could receive, the legislator said. Sage learned about the disparity from attorney and 9-11 advocate Michael Barash, who spoke about the issue on a Westchester radio show about the 20th anniversary of the terror attacks, in which the assemblyman was also a guest speaker. Survivors should get as much help as first responders since they were exposed to the same toxins as the firefighters and cops, Barash said. Not surprisingly, they are being diagnosed with and dying from the same illnesses, he said. Hopefully this law will ensure that the civilian victims take advantage of the free health care to which they are entitled. The disparities between first responders and survivors enrolling in the program began at the outset because the eligibility criteria was different. When these programs were first created, first responders were allowed to sign up even if they weren't suffering from a 9-11 health condition. Survivors could only sign up if they already had a certified condition recognized by the programs, advocates say. Out of the 85,000 first responders who have signed up with the World Trade Center Health Program as of March, just under 50,000 have at least one certified condition, a source with knowledge of the issue said. The remaining 35,000 have no certified conditions. If Hochul gives the go, the State Department of Labor will ensure that businesses with more than 50 employees and is still operating will notify their employees of the risks they faced and the help available to them. Employers who went out of business over the last two decades would not be required to inform former employees. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more 
tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.